0: back to parked car convos I am Maddie Mitchell and I'm so excited for today's episode I had the idea for this episode reading roommate horror stories a few months ago um but I decided I would wait until people are actually settled at school with their roommates so that way no one who listens to this has to go to school with the notion of these stories in the back of their mind terrifying them because that would be me 100% I would be an anxious wreck so I saved you that trauma you're welcome. but if you are living with a roommate right now, I'm thinking particularly of like people that went to college and now we're living with a roommate. I you were in my thoughts and prayers. I hope it's going swimmingly because living with someone can really make or break your whole life, honestly. And that sounds dramatic, but I don't think it is because it can, it just affects your whole life. It's where you live. It's where you are residing. You know what I mean? Especially in college, if you're living in like a traditional dorm where you are in a room with another person, that is a lot. It's a lot to be in that close quarters with someone. Um, and it, it, yeah, it's just, it can really be either really fun or really not fun. Um, I've experienced both, I've, I really haven't had that many terrible roommates, especially after reading these stories. I'm like, holy fuck. Thank God I haven't had to experience anything like this. Uh, what I realized from reading these stories is that people are fucking disgusting. Like they are truly disgusting. And it's one of those things where you wouldn't even know that these people are so fucking weird unless you lived with them. And I think that's the really crazy part is you can like meet someone and they can seem totally normal. And you can be all, you know, hunky dory. They seem normal. This is going to be great. And then once you start living with them, you find out that they're the most wretched human being on the face of the earth in terms of cleanliness, hygiene, all of these just disgusting things. Um, And so, you know what? Let's just let's just jump into this. I'm really excited. Um, I hope I hope you guys have better roommates than these. All right. I had a roommate who dated a guy who stole our landlord-provided, aka free, flat-screen TV and sold it for an ounce of weed. When my other roommate and I found out, we asked our land- landlord to terminate her lease immediately. She ended up coming back with her boyfriend and a gang of people and burglarized the entire building. Three apartments. Fun times. Um, yeah, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And I've actually, I was surprised that there wasn't more roommate horror stories that revolved around like a roommate's boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other because I think th- that is that's an area that's kind of a great area right because it's like you are signing up to live with them not their significant other and I think that is just ugh, that's so tricky it really is because you're you're like I did not co-sign this like I did not approve of this Um, And you just never know who these people are. Like, you can really like your roommate, but her boyfriend might be a piece of shit. Like, this guy clearly was. He sold it for an ounce of weed. That's just so fucked. (laughs) Me stating the absolute obvious. Um, It is genuinely so terrifying that she came back and burglarized the entire building. I'm assuming no one was there at that time, which is like, thank God. But that is so that's just so scary and especially people that live with like complete strangers it's like you truly you never know someone like even I even think about that with like friends that I've had for years it's like you really you don't know them you know what I mean like you know them but do you know them it's so imagine it just it's just a stranger that's ugh, I don't like that okay In my junior year of college, I moved into an off-campus apartment with two other girls who were far closer friends with each other than me. Well, at least up until the summer before we moved. Apparently, they got into a huge fight about a guy that led to physical blows and never told me, but still had to be roommates because of the lease that we signed. Lovely. Okay. They would torture each other throughout the year, and I was the unfortunate bystander caught in the crossfire. I remember driving home one day, noticing a very nice-looking bed in the dumpster I passed by each day and wondering, who would throw out such a nice bed? I get into my apartment, and I notice that the walls were scuffed up, and one of my roommates was missing her bed. Yup. The other roommate got some of her friends and tossed her bed in the dumpster. Looking back on it, I don't know how I made it through the year. Um, that is fucking crazy. Because the effort that's involved in transporting a mattress to a dumpster that's down the street is so excessive. So it's like you, and also the first part that got me was that they got into a fight over a guy that led to physical blows. Are you kidding? You, you, you were like, "Okay, great. I have to go live with these people that legitimately are assaulting each other." That's that in and of itself, batch it. Absolutely batch it. But here's the thing. And here's here's the toxicity in me is I love drama when I'm not involved. You know what I mean? Like to me this would be a really good reality TV show that I could just kind of like sit back and observe like you have a front row seat to this drama and I understand how that could be like a lot at times like don't get me wrong I get why that would be like the least appealing thing in the world but at the same time like it doesn't it's not like you're involved in it in that sense where they're mad at you you're you just kind of get to be this like innocent third party so in that sense it's like kind of kind of fun right like the stories you must have had like I bet you went to class and you were like guys guess what the fuck happened and everyone was like are you are you okay I think that would be kind of fun it obviously wouldn't be like because again it just goes to show like if that is your living environment even though it has nothing to do with you it would absolutely affect like your day-to-day right and that's that's just uh, that's too bad all right A couple years after college, I lived in a house with two other girls. One I had known from high school and the other was 10 years younger than us. The younger roommate must, must have not known how to live with others because she had a standard bad roommate etiquette of stealing our food, especially my cookie dough and not helping with the trash recycling or lawn mowing. She also initially put her dirty dishes outside of her bedroom doors. If she wanted us to clean them, when we told her to clean them, she hid them in the oven She hid them in the oven, but why would she do that? Uh, Ew. And also there's, this is a common theme, like dirty dishes and, you know, dealing with like messes in the kitchen is a very common theme in these roommate horror stories. And I understand like that is, there's nothing grosser. There's nothing grosser. Um, Leaving your dirty dishes outside in the hallway, that is so fucking gross. That is so That is so fucking gross. At the very least, go put them in the sink and let them sit there. But putting like, ew, what if you stepped on that accidentally? Ew, that is so gross. And did she genuinely expect you to clean them? Because I'm like, I would literally be like, are you fucking dumb? (laughs) Are you dumb? Also, I'm trying to figure out how old this girl was. A couple years after college. So in this is in the u.s a couple years after college is like my age 24 and you lived with someone who's 10 years younger than you that is 14 Mm, the math is not mathing here i'm confused you lived with a 14 year old girl that because in that sense i'm like i mean cut her some slack she's fucking 14 but no that is disgusting that is yeah i hate that all right the roommate who has fun with pepper spray hate that title Once after coming back from class, I opened the door and immediately started tearing up and coughing. Turns out she and her friend were drinking and thought it would be funny to to pepper spray the entire room. All the sheets had to be changed because they sprayed it directly on my bed for some reason. I had to camp out in my friend's room until the next day. She ended up cleaning everything, but still, who does that? That is... See, things like that too. If I came back to that and saw my roommate doing that, I would... I would truly have this, this gut feeling of like, I just cannot trust you as a person because who the fuck does that? You know what I mean? There would be this like innate part of me. That's like, I'm scared of you because that is just not something like no normal sane person is like, you know what we should do. We should pepper spray the entire, and this sounds like it was a dorm room. So I'm picturing like shoebox sized. That's just fucked. Like you are fucked in the head. I hate all of that I would be terrified I also have crippling anxiety and that could be part of it but I don't know that's just no you're not okay um all right it started with the super long hair extensions that she'd shed all over our shared bathroom and clocked our shower drain lovely she refused to clean it because there was no way of knowing whose hair it was other than the fact that our hairs were different colors and lengths then came then came the naked yoga in our bedroom and naked cooking. It was horrible. But the thing that ultimately got me to fight my housing contract to move out, I came back from a short holiday to find her in bed, eating my cookie butter from the jar with a fork. I don't know why her using a fork over a spoon makes it worse, but it does. Um, that should not have been the thing that made you move out. It should definitely be naked cooking. Naked cooking? That is... Point blank period dangerous. Like first and foremost, it is dangerous. You know, you're cooking something hot over a pan and the oil splatters, but you are naked. There is no layer of protection between you and your skin. That's just like, it's just not even sensible. It's not practical. It's it's wrong any way you look at it. Um, yeah, eating the cookie butter from the jar with a fork is not really doing it for me, no offense. Like, I'm sure that like, I would be pissed too, but like in comparison to naked cooking and naked yoga, I would think, yeah, I would think let's, let's, yeah, I would, I would immediately leave because also there's a certain, um, self-awareness that's lacking there. And that's kind of with all of these, like you, and also there's this, there's this really strong paired with the lack of self-awareness this sense of like this is so normal for me that I feel so comfortable doing that you know what I mean not only do you have to be completely not self-aware but you also have to feel very strong in your convictions that what you are doing is normal and acceptable and that makes it stranger do you know what I mean and that's what's like the scariest part is everyone who's doing any of these horror stories they are like in their head they're like this is completely normal people do this all the time people always do naked yoga in their shared bedroom like no babe they don't and it's alarming that you think that all right I once had a roommate who moved into a townhouse in parentheses, condo association with me that I had already been living in for about a year. My other roommates had graduated and moved out. I came home one day to find that he had ripped his entire bedroom window out. It was on the front of the building so everyone could see, so that he could fit an entire air conditioner in and filled the rest of the opening with plywood. The condo association called to complain faster than I could say, what the fuck? Um, again, the lack of self-awareness. Also, just this just this like i can do whatever the fuck i want you can't remove an entire bedroom window and it sounds like from the from the sounds of it it wasn't just the window it was like a chunk of the building that is it it ties it ties in so well with my theory that like you are not well because no one in their sane mind would think to do this and would be like this is normal and this is okay um I need to know what happened after this. So the condo association calls and they're like, what the fuck did you do? And you have to explain to them, oh, I like, I literally have no idea. He was just trying to get his air conditioner to fit. I think uh general rule of thumb, like if you're ever putting an air conditioner in a window, right. And uh putting the air conditioner in the window actually requires you to rip the entire window unit out. I would think long and hard and say maybe maybe this air conditioner just doesn't fit in this window that would be my train of thought I wish I could say the same for this girl's roommate I feel so bad for her um and I also there's this other theme of people that just completely destroy things and I've heard so many horror stories of then people that get like stuck to foot the bill or like split the damages and it's like I had nothing to do with you ripping your entire fucking window out like that's all you I am not chipping in for that no thank you so I really hope that she did not have to pay for this because that's insane all right Stole another housemate's ID, opened a bank account in their name, stole a check. It was the 90s from a housemate and wrote it out to himself using the name on his fake account so he could pin it on someone else. Thankfully, his plan didn't work because we were already getting suspicious of him. Our house was a lot happier after we kicked him out. Um, He just like casually commits identity fraud. And you guys are like, yeah, we were already getting kind of suspicious of him. What do you mean? You were already suspicious that he was committing identity fraud? it, that's just, it's not okay. It really is not okay. And what an elaborate scheme. And I guess it, you know, living with, with roommates like that, that's probably one of the only opportunities you would have to like easily access someone's check. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, you shouldn't have just kicked him out. I think you also should have gotten the authorities involved to some extent. Like imagine this guy goes on to become just the biggest con artist of all time. And you're like, Oh yeah, I lived with that guy in the nineties. And they're like, well, why didn't you, why didn't you do anything about that? He's, he's ruined so many people's lives. And it's like, nah, it was the nineties. We just kicked him out. I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that one bit. Worst roommate I had. God, I've I think I've had a few, the one that takes the biscuit, that's simply not the phrase, but okay, the one that takes the biscuit is this girl I shared a house with my second year of uni. Ooh. Are you are you British or are you Canadian? She was hardly ever home but insisted she needed the bigger room despite her parents living around the corner and the fact that she stayed with them 3 quarters of the week. I told my partner I was Oh, she told my partner I was seriously ill and was going to be hospitalized, which was a complete lie. Later, she forbid my partner from coming around to the house at all. But the the killer, I think it's, I think they have a lot of these common, common phrases and sayings just backwards. I think it's, but the kicker was when she smuggled sleeping pills into me against my will because she quote unquote, couldn't be bothered with me anymore. Safe to say I did not live with her for very long at all. See here's um here's the thing. Why the fuck did you bury the lead like that? You're like, it was kind of annoying, she wanted a bigger room, she told me I couldn't have my partner over it, blah 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 She like lied to my partner and said I was ill, blah, 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 blah. It's like, those are, yeah, those are crazy. They are, especially the lying about you being ill. That's just weird. That's, that's creepy. But the other stuff I feel like is pretty standard, like getting into a fight over who wants the better room and, you know, who can you have over? I feel like those are pretty common arguments that people get in with their roommates. But I'm sorry, she legitimately drugged you? (laughs) What do you mean? Again, I think we're downplaying it so much. You should have contacted the authorities. She smuggled sleeping pills into you. I hate the 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 phrasing of this is all backwards. Cuz how did she smuggle sleeping pills into you? I don't want I don't want to know, right? I'm just thinking what you meant to say is she drugged you with sleeping pills against your will because she couldn't be bothered with you anymore. And another question I have to ask, not to victim blame, not to victim blame, but like, what were you doing that drove her to the edge of of literally drugging you? You know what I mean? Like what was going on beforehand? What was, what was the, um, not the aftermath, the, the before math, if you will, what was the before math of that? because that I feel like would be really telling not obviously there's no fucking way ever in hell that anyone should have an excuse to drug someone right but I'm just kind of curious as to like what was the final straw for her where she was like you know what I'm giving you sleeping pills against your will so you just shut the fuck up like I need to know what was that what was the straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak. But you legitimately should have contacted the authorities because that is so messed up. And, like, these people are just genuinely dangerous to society. Like, she just got annoyed at you and drugged you. And you're like... <laughs> then then they always end it with, like, I was so glad to get out of there. It's like, babe, you should be glad you were alive when you got out of there. Like, they 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 downplay these things so much. It's actually really concerning um okay oh my god how long have you got the worst one of many was probably the girl who turned out to be a hoarder rest of the house was fairly tidy except for she'd leave washing up in the sink for days that doesn't make any sense okay annoying but could be worse then a horrible smell started coming from her room so my other housemate tried to go in while she was at work and oh my god you couldn't open the door more than an inch because it was piled up with literal garbage and it turned out she had been eating and just leaving half empty takeout containers in her room for months. They'd rotted and that was the smell. It was covered in flies. It was horrific. No idea how she managed to keep it a secret so long and I hope that she got the help she needed. But I was out of there by the weekend. Ew. Ew, 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 ew. ew. That is so disgusting and it also brings up a very impor- important point of there is a very big difference between being messy and between being dirty right cuz i definitely am not the cleanest person in the world i think i'm very like messy like i you know with clothes and things like that i am not dirty i am not leaving empty takeout con- half empty takeout containers like that is a whole new that's a whole new level right that is so fucking disgusting and I mean and yeah I, I I also hope she got the help she needed because there it it sounds like there must have been something else going on there that that you know caused that but that is fucking no that is not good I remember one time over like Christmas break oh my god this was so disgusting my roommate had she always had bananas in the room and we I lived in like a dorm dorm like it didn't have a kit like it wasn't a suite, it was a dorm it was like a shoebox dorm right and my roommate always ate bananas with peanut butter and so she would always like buy a bunch of bananas from the dining hall and like keep them in the room because she would eat them like in the morning before she went to class um which is obviously fine whatever but one time at Christmas break she one had like fallen behind the thing that she put them on, if that makes sense. And so she didn't see it. And so we left for Christmas break, which is like a month and came back and our room smelled fucking wretched. And it was because this banana had rotted and I, I was the one that got back first. So I had to dispose of said banana and it was actually rancid and terrible. Um, But that was, you know, if that's the the worst thing I have actually one time my roommate, <laughs> one time my roommate did get really drunk and I came back to my room after a night out and she was fully sleeping in my bed and I had to wake her up and be like go literally go sleep in your bed I'm not sleeping in your bed like we're not doing this like freaky Friday bed swap that's just not happening like I want to sleep in my bed um, and she was less than amenable to make that change so late at night while she was so intoxicated um she also (laughs) it's all flooding back to me now also at one point um she got really 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 drunk and couldn't find her phone and this was like, like we to to paint the picture we were friends this wasn't just like some random roommate i had but uh she was so drunk and got back to the room and then was like freaking out cause she couldn't find her phone. And so I was like, okay, I'll go help you like look for it. Like let's retrace your steps. Right. And we were walking all around campus, like to all the places that she had been looking for her phone. Um, it was, it ended up being a disaster because she was like really not in the state of mind to be like going on a manhunt for a phone. Do you know what I mean? Like she was, um, taking breaks and like sitting down on the ground just like cross-legged you know trying to regain her composure it was very fun for me to, to to walk around and help her with this and all of this like we were out for probably so we were out for probably an hour and I wanted to go to bed like I was exhausted but I felt so bad and then also just her not cooperating and I mean that in the most legitimate sense like think babysitting you know what I mean I was trying to get her to come back to our, our room so we could just go to bed. And I was like, we'll just deal with it in the morning. Like it was legitimately like two o'clock in the morning. Like we will deal with this during daylight hours. Like I am not there. like nothing is, it's fine. Right. All to find out that she had just lost her phone in her bed. Yep. Her phone was in her bed. She found it the next day. It was just in her bed. Um, it was so bad that people were coming up to me for like weeks after that being like how is she like is she okay she did not look and I was like yeah no (laughs) she was not well to be honest with you that was that was not fun for me anyways (laughs) moving on um okie doke what's the next one I once had a roommate who went all single white female on me. We started out by having completely different looks, hobbies, beliefs, etc. But as time went by, she really started to sort of morph into a version of me. And I'm not that interesting, really. Girl, I'm sure you are. Fun fact, she's now married to a guy I used to date. Ooh, that's the icing on the cake. That is the icing on the cake. I've always, I feel like that's everyone's fear, um, when they go to college or get a roommate is um, that what was the movie called I think it was what they called the roommate I remember that came out when I was like younger and it was so terrifying it was about this girl who went to college and got a roommate and then the roommate like completely started copying everything she did and you know really single white female to her and turned fully into her and then killed her and that was like everyone's nightmare i feel like when they went to college and got a roommate but that would just be really scary and bizarre to see in real time happening in front of you and then the fact that she's married to a guy that used to date are you kidding no no you gotta draw the line somewhere um, also this is a great reminder to follow at parkedcarconvos.pod on Instagram because I'm gonna be posting this picture. I will try and explain it to the best of my abilities, but you will see this on the podcast Instagram stories. Um, if if you are not getting the picture painted very well for you. Okay, it says my housemate still hasn't got gotten rid of his pumpkin from Halloween. And it is to put it to put it bluntly, it is it is a melted pumpkin. It is a deformed melted pumpkin. And not like, it's just mush. It's pumpkin mush. It's, it's hard to actually tell that it was at one point a pumpkin, but the kicker for me is the pumpkin guts that are being smeared down the wall because it's like on this windowsill and it must've dripped very aggressively and ferociously down the wall. And that is the part that is really, truly killing me. I'm not going to lie. I'll post that picture so you guys can really, really get the visual. All right, let's see what the next one is. All right, I had a roommate who absolutely refused to buy toilet paper. After weeks of her stealing hours, the three of us started to hide it so she would be forced to buy her own. Instead, she started taking heaps of napkins from restaurants and stealing rolls of our own of our paper towels one night we all went out to dinner came home and the entire basement was flooded because she had backed up the toilet with God only knows how much shit that shouldn't ever be flushed that is see here's the thing is that really like now you have to pay for the damage for flooding a basement right and was, is that going to be that much cheaper than, than what you saved on buying toilet paper for the last few weeks? Like, I just don't, I just don't think so. I don't think so. And I'm going to go out on a limb and say that it wasn't because she couldn't afford the toilet paper because it said, like, I'm, I'm assuming that wasn't the case here. Um, she absolutely refused to buy toilet paper. What a weird thing. What a, what a weird, strange thing to do. And And then to take it as far as stealing heaps of napkins from restaurants. Why on earth would you do that? And again, this is where I'm getting this like, so she was going out to eat. So she clearly had money. She just didn't want to spend it on toilet paper, which like no one does, right? No one wants to spend money on toilet paper, but also no one doesn't, you know, no one doesn't spend money on toilet paper. So, stealing heaps of nap like how do you even do that rolls of paper towels that is just that is so uncomfortable first of all like that hurts to even think about um and then again is here's another situation where are her and all the roommates now gonna have to split the bill for flooding the fucking basement even though everyone knows goddamn well it, it was her fault right it was her fault she's the one that hasn't been using toilet paper like a fucking freak anyways moving on First year of college my friend's roommate came stumbling into their dorm dorm room one night it was blatantly obvious that she was drunk beyond reason and she started shouting I need to go to the bathroom which woke up my friend she saw her roommate staggering back and forth through the doorway but stayed in bed because she really didn't know how to react. Before the roommate left to go to the party, she would placed her white Mac laptop on her chair by her desk. So what we think happened was that the white from the laptop on the seat made the chair look like a toilet in the mind of the drunken roommate. She approached the chair, pulled down her pants, and sat on her laptop. There was only one way this could go. Although her laptop was covered in piss and shit, she denied that this ever happened um here's the thing your friend was in the room why didn't she say get the fuck up off my laptop as she sees her pull down her pants and sit on her desk chair and I'll again not to victim blame but I feel like that's an easily preventable situation like you wake up your roommate is drunkenly walking into the room and is screaming that she needs to go to the bathroom and then starts to pull her pants down and walk towards your desk chair with your laptop on it and you are just like sitting there watching this all happen. And, uh, you know, I'll cut her some slack because she was probably fucking exhausted. and was like, you know, when you wake up in a daze and you have no clue what's going on. So I get that. And obviously it's not your fucking fault. For, it's not your fault. It's obviously the drunk roommate's fault. But the kicker is that then she denies it ever happens. Um, I'm sorry, what? What do you mean? Just gaslights you? She's like, no, I didn't shit on your laptop. That wasn't me. You were dreaming. And she's like, well, then explain to me why this morning I literally had to sanitize my laptop. Ew, how would you even go about that cleaning process? I don't, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Okay. All right. I lived with three of the worst girls I've ever met when I was in college. I signed a year long lease with them and it lasted two months before I backed out of the lease and found some poor soul to take over take over for me. They ignored me 98% of the time, except for when they ate my food in the fridge before going out, which they did every week from Thursday through Sunday. And when they locked themselves out, which also happened to be Thursday through Sunday, when they were coming home from the bar, they, they also stood outside my door and loudly made fun of me or mocked my appearance. What the fuck? What? I'm a pretty chill person so usually I would just hang out with other friends and just come home to sleep but one day a friend accidentally let it slip to one of the girls that I'm allergic to avocado. The next day I opened the fridge and saw that they'd <laughs> cut all their avocados in half and piled them on and around my food in the fridge. They didn't know that I only get sick when I eat avocado not from being around it so they just went and wasted time and money in the hopes of what poisoning me making me sick giving me an allergic reaction come on girl this is another like I'm sorry this is basically attempted manslaughter is it not like people she's like she's like honestly they just wasted their money babe they were kind of trying to kill you like in their mind they thought that you could go into anaphylactic shock who knows who knows what they thought But nothing about that is like a funny little joke or like, oh, silly girls, they just wasted their time and money. Uh, babe, no, it was a lot deeper than that, right? Am I overreacting? Especially because they're not friends, and these people are clearly like so vindictive and like actually so mean and hate her. So I don't, uh, I don't know. I'd be a little, I'd be kind of, I'd be kind of scared if I were you. That's just me though. All right, my old roommate, interesting because roommate here is in quotes and it says in parentheses, he was technically the homeowner, but lived in a shack in the backyard. Awesome. Right off the bat, sounds like a really good and ideal living situation. Would come into my room early in the morning and watch me sleep. <laughs> I was a bartender at the time, so I would get home about an hour or so before he would be leaving for work. I was always thoroughly passed out when he'd leave, and I'm a heavy sleeper, so I didn't notice this was happening for months until a guy I was seeing stayed up and caught him opening my door. No. There was also... A second door to my room that I could not open. It was locked from the other side. I don't know what was going on in there, but I'm fairly certain he was spying on me from that room as well. (laughs) What the fuck? What the fuck? And also I need to know like, so then did you leave immediately after? Because that's the only correct response to something like that. Like I really hope you genuinely got a new place to live the next day because that is so fucking scary. Ew. And you probably should have been, (laughs) He probably should have had, had some suspicions when you started to live in a place and the guy was like, oh yeah, I'm just going to live in the shack in the backyard. It's like no big deal. Like you do your thing. I'll do my thing. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I will. But you're living in a shack in the backyard of the house that I'm living in. So that is so creepy. Ew. Just the thought of like that happening for so long without you having any knowledge about it is truly my my worst nightmare okay we had a ton of food go missing and we all knew who it was but my best bud landlord discreetly set up a webcam in the kitchen within a couple days we caught the guy eating a stick of butter straight from the wrapper and then he went into the pantry grabbed a a bag of sugar and just started chugging it motherfucker was making cookies in his mouth what the fuck what I don't even have I don't even have words for that that's just so weird it is so weird also definitely illegal for the landlord to be spying on the tenants would like to point that out obviously in this situation it's just ended up being weird and not like a bad thing but that's straight up illegal um Yeah, the science that goes into a grown man eating an entire stick of butter and chugging a bag of sugar is something I do not have the time or energy to dive into. So sorry um, to disappoint. Okay. My roommate thought they could clean the shower by leaving it running with super hot water and closing the door. (laughs) They turned the water on and merrily left for work. It was my day off and I realized something was amiss when I realized how many hours the water had been running. I knocked, but of course there was no answer, right? So she's thinking like someone's just in the shower right now. Okay. I panicked and tried to open the door, but it was locked. So naturally I thought one of my roommates had locked themselves in there and I don't know, died or something. Same. I would have felt the same thing. I went completely hysterical and called the housing office so they could come break down the door. Turns out the wood had swelled up so much from all the moisture that they had to pry the door open there was no one in there after that I was just confused until the roommate in question got home and explained when we got the bill for the door that they had to replace the roommate tried to weasel her way out of paying for it they fully intended to make all four of us split the the cost and there was no way that was happening they did eventually pay up though thank goodness that is so so weird the whole thing is so weird you were attempting to clean the shower do you know how much water you're wasting by doing that because she left for work so and she didn't like say oh hey because it would have been weird enough like she thinks that's how you clean the shower but like leaves it running for 10 minutes and then stops or If she had started running the shower and then said to the other roommate, like, hey, can you just turn the shower off in 10 minutes? That would have been strange, right? Because it's like, that's not real. That's not how that works, right? But what did you think was going to happen? You were just legitimately going to leave it for hours while you went to work and like not get anxiety about, like, I don't know, flooding your bathroom. I'm surprised that didn't happen. That's totally the direction I thought this was heading in because like they're really really lucky i feel like that they didn't flood their whole fucking bathroom right that's crazy i don't like it i don't like it a friend of mine had a pretty rough time during her first week of living in a new place with a bunch of guys she originally wanted to rent with her friend but they unfortunately pulled out of the university so she ended up having to find somewhere to rent alone my worst nightmare okay she ended up renting a room in a house in a house share with four other students after the first week she informed them she was going to the store and they asked her to pick up some toilet tissue for the house she accidentally forgot and they were pretty upset about it so the next day she came home to find her bedroom walls and bed sheets smeared in shit it was their idea of teaching her a lesson about forgetting about the toilet tissue okay so what uh, okay um what the fuck? Uh, what the fuck? Who, who in their right? Like it's, it's the fact that that even came to their minds for me. You know what I mean? Never in my entire life, in my wildest dreams, do I imagine myself thinking, oh, I'm so mad that that person didn't remember to bring me home toilet paper. You know what I'm going to do? First of all, the notion of like, I need to teach them a lesson is scary. Like, why do you feel that way? It's your roommate. It is your equal. Like it is just another person that accidentally forgot to get you toilet paper. That's such a, it's so weird right off the bat to like, have that be where your mind goes. Like your mind goes to like, I need to teach her a lesson. That's weird. That's, that's psychotic right off the bat. But never in my life would I be like, you know what I should do is I should shit on my hands and smear it all over all over her maybe they didn't shit in their hands maybe I'm lying about that but I feel like I hear the word smear and that to me is you know with a hand I don't know their smearing method and I'm I'm honestly I feel good about that that is fucking disgusting and that is also vandalism and you also could have pressed charges this is giving very much from the vacation horror stories episode I did where I'm like you should have called the pop, called, called the pops, called the pops. You should have called the cops or you should have like left immediately and like demanded your money back. Like, you know what I mean? It's giving those vibes of people that just are downplaying everything. Cause I need to know what happened in the aftermath of this, this like, please tell me she didn't keep living there. That would be genuinely so insane. All right. I used to live with who I decided were some of the most disgusting people I've ever met. They were a couple. We lived in a two bedroom, one bath apartment. They would use my dishes and leave them in their room unwashed, usually with food in them. I'm sorry. What the fuck? They didn't want to buy a litter box for their cat. So they took a plastic gallon tub and just dumped litter in it. Awesome. Their cat constantly peed on their shoes in the closet and they just continued wearing them as if nothing happened. That is so disgusting. Also, if you've ever smelled cat pee, actually nothing worse. Cat pee is such a disgusting stench that like, it's not like you wouldn't notice that the cat peed on your shoes. You would. And how, and this, it, it they think this is normal. They must think that this is normal and they must be very comfortable doing it if they're comfortable doing it with like a stranger that they live with. You know what I mean? Um, all right. But the worst, when we moved out, I had to clean everything or I knew we wouldn't get our deposit back. They had cleaned out most of their things and I let them know I was going to clean their room. They said, cool. Cause they were never going to do it obviously. So I went in armed with gloves, a scarf covering my mouth and a bottle of bleach. Boy, was I unprepared. <laughs> I walked in and this stench just hit me. Their bedroom door was always closed and they always had incense burning. So I never smelled it. They had a couple of cardboard boxes filled with poop and toilet paper. I ran out of there so fast and called them screaming, demanding to know what was going on. They said that sometimes I would be in the bathroom and instead of knocking or holding their urine, they would crap in boxes. They tried to play it off as, we take it out once a week, like they were changing the litter box. Oh my god. Are you... I was gonna say are you okay, but these people are not okay not okay because unless this person is in the bathroom for sixty five hours at a time, which no, that's not even a good enough excuse. I'm sorry. there is no excuse that is valid enough for me to accept for shitting in a cardboard box i there I said it. there is legitimately no excuse that I can conjure up in my head that would make that acceptable nope I can't think of a single one this is and a, and the real twisted part about this story is she told them she was going to clean their room okay she said like oh hey which is so nice of her and I totally understand she was not doing it out of the goodness of her heart she was doing it because she was like I'm gonna fucking lose my security deposit that would suck you know what I mean But still, so nice of her to go above and beyond and be like, you know, I'll just clean it for them because I don't trust them, blah, blah, blah. She gave this couple a warning. You know, like she did. She gave them a warning. She gave them a chance to legitimately get their shit together. They, they quite literally had to get their shit together and they didn't. And they didn't. And that is it it all goes back to like they think that's normal and they have no self-awareness because they knew full well that the person that they live with who is by all accounts a normal human being is going to be coming into the room and seeing a box full of shit and it didn't even cross their fucking mind to i don't know dispose of it right that's so weird people are so weird i i hope if you've gained anything from this episode it's that you are probably more normal than all of these people and that is something that we should celebrate so that was the last one i'm glad we ended up there because i honestly this this has drained me just thinking about how fucking strange people are that is so terrifying anyways Anyways, if you have any crazy roommate horror stories, DM me. I would love to hear them because they're so fun and hysterical, especially, especially once you're out of them. You know what I mean? Um, but I hope you guys have a fantastic week, a fantastic day, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.